This is episode 67 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we'll be talking about giving your travel testimony. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad you're here because today I'm going to be giving part of my personal travel testimony, which is essentially a version of my travel experiences that reflects and focuses on God. But before I dive into that and also how you can give your travel testimony, I want to point you to our website, www.christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other podcast episodes, faith and travel resources, and some of the ones that I really always love to highlight is our Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook group. Our Facebook group is an amazing group of individuals that connect with one another and share some of their travel experiences and how they've seen God in their travels. Pinterest, we have all kinds of new boards and information that might help you in your next travel journeys. And then, of course, Instagram, we highlight some of our podcast episodes and uh, give you the opportunity to also share that with your friends. But today, I'm going to be answering some of the questions that I always love to ask my podcast guests, like what is the biggest God moment in all of your travels? And I am going to take this moment to share some of my own travel testimony, etc., Essentially, it's going to be like I'm asking myself things, um, and so I hope that you'll just play along and enjoy. How many countries have you been to? Well, I actually have been to nine different countries, and they have all been amazing experiences because God has really grown me in different ways through each of them. What has been your favorite country that you visited? See, that question is always super hard for me because each of them have been amazing for different reasons. For instance, in China, I really felt like God connected me with some of the locals and I got to experience a culture very different than my own. In Ghana, I really enjoyed getting to know some of the kids and worshiping with them. And then in Germany, I got to see some of the heritage that my family came from, and I traveled solo, which was really hard for me, but it allowed me to have some really open and honest conversations with God through the whole process because he was the only thing that I could really rely on. Where would you like to travel next? Well, God has really been putting Cambodia on my heart for several years. Um, It's some place that I really uh, feel a connection to. I connect to it in the sense that I really have a passion for family and intergenerational ministry, and Cambodia went through a mass genocide in 1975, and so oftentimes family members were turning each other in, and so there is a lack of understanding of how to trust family um, following this, 
and there's also a need for hope. And I think we have heard about how Christ is very much entering Cambodia, and there is uh, interest in what Christianity is, but I would really love to kind of experience the cultures, get to know the people, and possibly be a part of that story, and not necessarily through missions, but even just through traveling through the country and being relational with people on the journey. Why do you love to travel? I love traveling because I think God has created us on purpose with purpose and oftentimes when I am inside my own bubble, my own little world, I can really forget that and when I travel to other countries, other cultures, I'm suddenly surrounded by people who live and do things differently. They could speak different languages, they could have different mannerisms, They could just have a totally different way of life. And in all of those things, God created that. And it's absolutely beautiful. And uh, even though it's different than my own experience, it is an opportunity for me to kind of reflect on who I am and why I am the way I am. And also that it's necessary, not necessarily that I'm right and they're wrong or they're right and I'm wrong, but we can learn from one another. Um, and also in all of that, like when I am outside of my world, I have to put a lot more trust in God. And sometimes I need to just step away to experience that. What does your faith life look like when you travel? If I'm being completely honest, it is not perfect. Like, I would love to say that when I travel, I'm still really good about being in my Bible and, like, finding Christian worship areas. I think I attend worship in other areas simply because I'm curious of how people do things differently, just like other cultures, but I don't necessarily spend the relational aspect, that time with God that I should be, Um, but yet I know it's something really important and that I am constantly striving to do better in, in my personal daily life and then also while I'm traveling. What has been the biggest God moment in all of your travels? You know, I think that there have been amazing experiences time and time again, um, and they're sadly easy to forget unless I journal about them. So the one that always sticks with me probably the most, though, was when I did my solo trip to Europe. You can actually go back to episode, like, two uh, when I talked about my trip to Europe because that was such a momentous thing for me. And it was so difficult. I, I was emotionally draining each day to, um, like, go somewhere and not necessarily always have steady, like, map that I could follow that I could rely on and just having to, like, put myself out there with people constantly asking for directions, even in some really maybe not always safe situations, but I had no other options. And so... I, I broke down, I cried, I but I also had like amazing highs because when I was like at my bottom, I knew I had nothing. I had no one else to turn to but God. Um, and so kind of in episode two, I talk about this time when I had just gotten to Germany and 
I get off the bus, which was a miracle to get that far even, and the map that I had screenshotted when I had Wi-Fi, because I hadn't set up my phone for international travel, which I will never do again, but um, it, it said, now walk however far to my destination, and um, I showed a guy like this address that I had for my Airbnb and he said it wasn't an address and and I'm in this park and it's pitch black and I hear voices laughing and I'm just like bawling and then I end up in a hookah bar um, and just to get Wi-Fi and I message my Airbnb host and she was so gracious to come and like rescue me but while I was standing in that park crying I was looking for like any sign that said hotel but I didn't know what that word even was in German, and it was just kind of really frightening that I could have probably stayed out all night and, like, had nowhere to go because I didn't, I didn't know where to turn, and yet God totally provided in my, my tears and my anxieties and my prayers. He really answered that, and uh, I kind of just gave him the rest of the trip because there was no way um, I was going to get through all of it without him. And he provided time and time again just um, little things like uh, Airbnb I got to with like 1% phone battery left to follow the directions there. And another place where like the Airbnb host couldn't like welcome me and none of the apartments had numbers on them. So I just turned on my phone and like I had the Wi-Fi network that I was supposed to log into and so I wandered the building until I found it and then I started knocking on doors until um, one of them didn't answer and then I tried the key and it worked and so it was just constant conversation and amazing blessing each time as he took me what really were like minuscule steps but they required so much faith and so much growth. Okay, so I know I just kind of shared maybe a little bit more about me and my own travel testimonies and and some of the things that I have seen God through my journeys, but I actually want to turn this challenge back around to you. Because you know when you go on a trip what questions people are most likely going to ask. They're going to ask you what was the highlight of your trip. Um, if they know you travel a lot, what's your favorite place you've been? They're going to ask you about people that you met, food that you tried. They're going to try and ask those fun but also kind of generic travel questions. And giving your travel testimony is taking that story, those questions that weren't actually geared toward faith experiences, um, because what was the highlight of your trip doesn't necessarily mean it was I went to church. Um, it could be that you went to this beautiful view and what a miraculous thing God made, or you met this person and it's just crazy how God was able to connect you and you weren't expecting it. There's so many ways to take your story, which is amazing God-given story, and turn it around and say, this is where I saw God in it. And by pointing it out, it's not that you're forcing your faith upon someone. It's simply just acknowledging something that they might not be able to see for themselves. They might not initially think, hey, this is God in this moment. And when you're able to just kind of bring that into conversation in a non-threatening way like that, that's what I love about travel testimonies. It's not like you have to convince them in that moment that Christ is their 
salvation and their only way to heaven, it's an opportunity for you to plant a seed in their hearts that there there is a God, that Christ is our Savior, um, and he does things still today. And that can look so many different ways, but we can see it in your trip, in your experiences. So one of the things that I've done is I've put together a book called How to Travel with Christ-like Intention. It's essentially a journal that walks you through the process from before you leave to the time that you get home. When you, Before you leave, when you're just praying, hey God, I want to go on a trip. This is where I want to go, but if your will is somewhere else, like help me to be open to other destinations or um, I don't know where to go at all, you know, point me in a direction. It might be to go see friends and family, or it might be something totally different. And it walks you through before the trip, budgeting, all of those things. It gets you into the trip and journaling all about your experience because, again, it, we can, even as Christians, we can forget to acknowledge or even recognize what God is doing. And so when we stop at the end of our trip and we look back, usually if you're flying back or you're road tripping back, this is a great time to just kind of review some of the things that you did on your trip and then write down what I call a 30-second elevator speech, something that summarizes your trip in a way that most likely you could tweak it just slightly depending on their question. Like if they ask you, how was your trip? Here's my 30-second snippet response that includes something about Christ or about God in it. Or um, what was the highlight of your trip? Here's my 30-second thing. And it might be the same thing, but you just tweak it ever so slightly, you know, um, in your response. But essentially, it's taking the moment to look at it. And then they have the opportunity, essentially, to respond um, and, and they might totally skip over the God thing. That's okay. You planted a seed, you, you made a comment, and maybe you'll bring him up again as this, you explain other things. But they might also ask or even, you know, make a smart remark about the faith aspect of your journey. Most likely not because it's your personal experience and and it's not like you're forcing something on them. It's just more of a conversation. And so... If they make any comment back to that, you can further explain, well, this is how I saw him. And someone can't truly deny your personal experience. They might be able to deny your religion or the way that um, you see the world, but you they can't really deny that you had this experience and you believe that it is God. And so opening this door for conversation is one of the many blessings I think about travel. Not only is travel a great chance for you to grow in your faith because you're stepping out and you're relying on him, but when you come home and even on your journey, you can be talking about, well, this is why God, I think, took me on this trip. This is why, this is how God brought me here. This is what I experienced on my trip, and this is how I saw God in all of that. Those are just some different stages that we can be looking at, and so I want you to... I want to encourage you to journal. And if journaling is not your thing, that's okay. Maybe just make some bullet points in a notebook or on your app or something and then go back and look at that. Or when you come home and you're posting pictures, use those pictures to kind of trigger, oh yeah, I remember when God showed up in this way or 
I didn't realize it then, but this is how God was working in that moment. Use them as ways of conversation starters to kind of put your faith out there and essentially give your travel testimony. And if you want to find more resources or help with that, I encourage you to visit on my website on the resource page you'll see one called how to travel with christ-like intention there is a short free workbook it's part of the fuller workbook and then uh, you can also purchase the full workbook if you are interested but um that isn't truly the point because you can do it even without the workbook you can certainly uh just document some of the things that you are doing and experiencing and some of your prayers throughout your journey and then go back and share them with Christ-like intention. So I hope today that you've learned something maybe about me and how I have traveled and how I've seen God in my travels, but I also hope that uh, you have a little bit more conviction to go out and share your travel testimony because it is a beautiful thing that God has given you to witness and encourage others also. So until next time, safe travels and God bless.